That is the sound of the Medics Money podcast bleep going off, which means we are going to be answering some podcast listeners' questions. And I really apologize if you're on call because it must be a bit annoying, uh, the bleep going off, but it is our bleep, not yours, most likely. So on today's episode, we answer four questions, uh, including what is your net worth and why that matters. Uh, we talk about whether non-trainees and clinical fellows can still claim a tax rebate. We get a bit controversial talking about the 30% real terms pay cut for some doctors and more importantly, what can we do about it? Finally, we talk about why your tax rebate might be less than you were expecting. Welcome to the Medics Money Podcast. My name is Dr. Tommy Perkins and I'm a GP. And my name is Dr. Ed Cantelo, a GP, but also a chartered accountant and a chartered tax advisor. And yes, you did hear that right. Not only is Ed a doctor, he's also a chartered accountant and a tax advisor. Medics Money empowers doctors and other professionals like you to make better financial decisions. So hi guys, and welcome to today's episode where I'm delighted to be recording with my colleague, Dr. Ed Cantello. Hi guys. It is so good to be back in our podcast studio recording face-to-face after a long time, wearing appropriate PPE at an appropriate social distance, but it's so good to be back in the garage. Uh, and if you're skeptical that a podcast with 10 to 15,000 downloads a month is actually recorded in my garage, I've popped a photo on our Twitter so you can see the luxurious cr- conditions that we're working in. I mean, how would you describe the setup today, mate? I mean, it's a, it's a thing of beauty, this garage. Um, a little bit sad that I don't have a chair and that I have to stand over your surfboard, but um, hey, what can you do? Yeah, we've gone for the standing desk arrangement, um, mainly because they're all the rage at the moment. And also, I couldn't find enough chairs. And this surfboard is on a really big tilt, so I hope your computer doesn't slide off. Well, my mouse already has fallen off several times, but uh, (laughs) hey. Yeah, so um, I've popped a photo of our recording conditions on Twitter, so uh, you can actually see what we're working with. And if you are on Twitter, it's worth following us at Medics Money, because we do post lots of useful, up-to-date content there, so you can follow us and get your free financial CPD there. I mentioned as well that we get 10 to 15,000 downloads a month now, which is absolutely incredible and is purely because people like you have listened to this podcast, found it useful and told your colleagues about it. So we always say thanks, but really massive thanks because we literally couldn't do this without you. We're, you know, we're relying on you guys to share your colleagues, to tell us what you find is useful. And so many of you have emailed in with suggestions or scenarios and uh, we do those scenarios as well. So Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, so what have you been up to, Ed? Um, so like a lot of people, I'm sure I've been um, taking advantage of being able to finally see my friends and family again, um, which has been absolutely, absolutely brilliant. So I've had quite a lot of meetups with uh, various family members and friends. Obviously, um, been playing with my cats. Uh, they're now going outside, which is quite cool. So I sat outside in the garden with them. Uh, but also, of course, uh, I think we mentioned in uh, one of our podcasts that at the moment we're currently writing a book. So I've been uh, working away on that. Just finished writing chapters on uh, limited companies and uh, the dreaded IR35 rules. Amazing. Yeah, the book is coming on really nicely. Uh, and I'm going to be sending out on our email list a few cover designs. And we, we can't decide what the best cover is. So I'm going to ask you guys. So keep an eye out for your emails. We're just doing a survey about what cover design looks the best. And again, loads of you have helped us with that and given us ideas for that. So thank you so much. The book is coming really soon uh we've been saying that for a while now uh, <laughs> yeah not that soon but soonish yeah uh, i mean you know our day jobs as gps is just so yeah, busy soon. at the moment it's crazy yeah. and and 
it's the busiest I've ever known it. Mm. Um, so that will always be our priority uh, for now, at least. Um, but yeah, the book's coming soon. Uh, okay, cool. I mean, I actually took a whole week off last week for Medics Money, which I think since two years ago, I think that's probably the first time I've ever taken a whole week off for Medics Money. Anyone who's a small business owner running their own business will uh, sympathise with that, I'm sure. Uh, how difficult it is to take time off but half term with the kids uh, amazing the weather has warmed up finally and it was so good to just be um, hanging out with the family um, and doing all that stuff so that was brilliant so on today's episode I mentioned that so many of you send us questions which is you know really helps us to uh, keep improving Uh, we've got four questions from Medics Money podcast listeners so should we just get straight into that now? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I think uh, the first question is uh, is for yourself, Tommy. So um, Sumitra uh, is an F2 and she wrote to us asking, I've heard you talk about net worth. What is your net worth and why does it matter? Great question. Uh, thanks for writing in, Sumitra. Um, so net worth is simply a measure of your wealth. So in terms of defining it, it's simply net worth is equal to your total assets minus your total liabilities. So your assets could include things like any equity you have, any property, some cash, uh, any investments that you have, and any pensions that you have. Um, And liabilities are debts. So you might have mortgages, you might have credit cards, you might have other loans, so anything that's a debt. So you just get your assets, take away your liabilities, and that gives you your net worth. I mean, try not to get bogged down in the details of what you shouldn't and should include in that calculation. As long as you keep what you include in the calculation consistent year to year, then you'll have a reasonably objective method of tracking your wealth. So why would you want to track your wealth? Well, hopefully you're going to build yourself a financial plan that will improve your net worth over time. And the way that you do that is by doing everything that we mentioned on the podcast and in our ebook. But in summary, spend less than you earn, invest the difference and grow your wealth. Uh, And instead of working for money, um, you're going to make your money work for you. So at the start of your career, your net worth most likely will be a very negative number. And if it is, don't worry, it will get better. So when I graduated from med school, I was the first in my family to go to university uh, from a working class background, I had £85,000 worth of debt, i.e. negative net worth. I had, I had no assets, unless you count a slightly beaten up old Peugeot 306, uh, which was about £595 worth, actually. I really regret selling that car, but anyway. <laughs> so if your number at the start is really negative, do not worry. It will get better, but if you do nothing, it won't get better. You've got to, got to take it and educate yourself and improve your finances by listening to the Medics Money podcast, reading our ebook, keeping up with our blog, following us on Twitter, etc. So, yeah, 14 years. Uh, is it 14 years since I left? Oh, my goodness, it is 14 years since I left med school. I'm getting old. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> um, I'm also, my legs are a bit sore. This standing desk thing was not <clears throat> yeah, I, a good I'm, idea. I'm not a big fan of this. Yeah. I'm going to complain. <laughs> we can't swap now. <laughs> okay, I'm going to switch your manager. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I started with a massive negative net worth. Don't panic if that's you. It does get better. 14 years since you leaving med school, my net worth now is a positive number. And 
if you do the right thing, it, you can do that too. I've not done anything exceptional to get a positive net worth. No get rich quick schemes, no Bitcoin, nothing crazy. I've just spent less than I earn, repaid bad debt, invested my in for to earn money and protected my income. So have a look at the ebook. But yeah, I also like you know, to keep a track of net worth uh, at least annually because it can be like a trigger for an annual financial review. So I do this every year um, and I just look at all my finances. I look at my net worth and make sure that everything's going in the right way. It's just a good way to track it. Um, so yeah, don't know what your thoughts are on net worth. Um, yeah, that that all makes a lot of, a lot of sense. Um, I mean, mine's only just kind of become positive myself, to be honest. Uh, I've just finished paying off my student loan um and awesome. uh, which is a quite a big thing so uh yeah it's it's very easy to start off with it being negative and as, as tommy says don't don't panic um yeah you know it will it will get better yeah but it won't get better on its own right you're gonna have to actively do something about it and you don't have to do anything crazy no crazy get rich quick schemes just spend less than you earn repay your bad debts um make sure you're only paying the right amount of tax and nothing extra uh and have a read of our ebook Cool. Hopefully that's useful. So uh, question two is for you, Ed. And Megan asks, can I still claim a tax rebate as a non-trainee clinical fellow? So hi, Megan. Uh, thanks so much for the question. If you are a UK taxpayer in employment, then you can almost certainly claim a tax rebate. So employment expenses such as your GMC fee, BMA fees, Royal College fees, your professional indemnity insurance, they should all be deductible against your employment income for income tax purposes and get you a rebate. Um, the only issue that you might have as a non-trainee uh, is regards uh, exams because HMRC will only allow trainees with an examination requirement in their trainee contract uh, to make such a claim. So you, I'm sure many of you have heard of the Banerjee case uh, where that was all changed. So they're quite specific as to who can claim for exam expenses and you can't. But all the other employment expenses um, that doctors incur they should all be uh, tax deductible. So you should be able to claim a rebate for those. Awesome. Awesome. Great news. Sure. Sweet. Yeah, definitely. Um, go for it. So I think the next question is for yourself, Tommy. Yeah. So it says, uh, um, I don't know, we don't have a name for this person, whoever answered that one, but they, basically the question is, in your ebook, you quote a BMA source, the doctor's pay has been cut by up to 30% in real terms over the last 10 years. What can be done about it? Yeah, uh, good question. So yeah, in the ebook, there is a link to a BMA source, uh, which suggests that some doctor's pay has been cut by 30% in real terms over the last 10 years. So you might be thinking, hold on, the government announced a 1% pay rise this year, maybe 1% the year before, um, and they've been announcing small pay rises every year. So how can that translate to a cut? Well, the key thing here is in real terms and after inflation um you know that can mean that, that a one percent pay rise if inflation is two percent is effectively a one percent pay cut and we talked about inflation in our budget podcast where um you got your crystal ball out and suggested that inflation may rise and indeed mm. that is what's happened i mean i always forget that you've got a degree in uh, economics um as well yeah I, I sometimes forget as well given that uh, you know obviously it's all about medicine nowadays but, uh, but certainly yeah the predictions are that inflation is going to rise i think uh, in the papers today there's been quite a large amount of um i think price increases from china have gone up quite a lot by something like nine percent so there's a thought that our imports are going up inflation's yeah. going to go up 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so why does that matter? Because inflation, I, I always get nervous about explaining this in front of a man with a first class degree in economics, oh, but <laughs> inflation is essentially the rate at which the costs of goods and services go up. And there's two ways or loads of ways to measure inflation, but CPI and RPI. Let's not go down that rabbit hole right now because I don't know enough about it. Um, so as I said, if the pay rise is 1%, but the cost of what you buy with that money is going up at 2%, then effectively the net effect is of a 1% pay cut. And that's exactly the situation that we're in this year because they announced a 1% pay rise uh, just before the budget. But inflation's at 2% currently or thereabouts. So it's effectively a pay cut. And that's how you end up with a 30% real terms cut in over 10 years. Have I got that inflation stuff right? Yeah, but, yeah, but that's, that's it. Absolutely. Okay. You know, inflation is just the rate at which prices are increasing. If prices are going up uh, by more than your salary is going up, then you end up with a, a real terms uh, pay cut. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And the government have been pretty clever about that by announcing a 1% pay rise when actually mm. they might as well have said, it's a 1% pay cut in real terms because of inflation. So what can you do about it? You know, how can you improve your own financial situation without relying on anyone else to try and fix it? And I hope that they can fix it. But if they can't, you're going to need a backup plan. So, you know, have you claimed all the tax deductible reliefs you are? And this does not just apply to junior doctors. This applies to all doctors. If you're a junior, you might be able to claim an £8,000 on the NHS relocation policy. Uh, if you've got kids, I can speak with personal experience that they are very expensive, perhaps even more expensive than cats, mate. I'm not sure. I think they probably are a little bit more expensive than my cats. Yeah. Um, but do you claim child benefit and tax-free childcare? Lots of doctors don't think that they would be eligible for a child benefit. Uh, but, you you know, have a look. You probably are. Tax-free childcare, highly recommend that. Um, and then are you spending less than you earn? Have you had a look through your recent bank statements with the same care and attention that you look through your patient's test results? So how much are you spending on subscriptions that you don't need or use? Are you spending £139,000 on lunch at the hospital? And if you think that sounds like a crazy number, read our ebook because that was a case study of a real doctor who wrote to us who was spending six to eight pounds a day on lunch. They're super busy, didn't have time to make lunch. So over 30 years, compounded at 6%, it means £139,000. Um, I've never had a hospital lunch that was worth £139,000. You? Nowhere close. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, and I mean, Einstein reputedly described compound interest as the eighth wonder of the world and said that those that understand it uh, earn it and those that don't pay it. Pretty, pretty brutal if uh, Einstein said that, but true. Um, again, have you checked up on probably one of the most valuable investments you have? I'm not talking about your Bitcoin or your Tesla here. Um, I'm, I'm talking about your NHS pension, okay? So you need to check your total rewards statement annually. Make sure the numbers are correct. Have you got your service pattern from the NHS pension to check that they've got all, all of your service record correct? And if, if you're a higher earner, have you requested an annual allowance statement to make sure that that's all okay? Have you made a will? Have you thought about a retirement plan? I could go on, uh, but I won't because it'll be a very long podcast. But my point is that both of us wish that we hadn't had a 30% pay cut in real terms over the last 10 years mm. um, and not to mention as well the loss of other things like free hospital accommodation free parking student loans being uh, changed from plan one to plan two that's a big thing increasing pension contributions punitive pension taxation I really wish all of that hadn't happened and I really hope that somebody can fix it but 
As soon as we, as doctors, accept this new reality, take control of our finances, the better. We need to talk about the money and we need to make sure we're making the absolute most of that money that we're given. So get educated, keep listening to the Medics Money podcast, get advice where you need it from people that know what they're talking about. And hopefully, you know, somebody will be able to improve the pay situation. That would be very nice. Yeah, but if they don't, you need a backup plan. Uh, okay, um, <coughs> let's move on. Um, John is asking. This is a great question. I've asked your free guide. I've used your free guide to claim a tax rebate on the thousands of pounds of professional expenses I've incurred. Your tax rebate calculator estimated I would receive eight hundred pounds, but HMRC only paid me two hundred pounds. What is the reason for this? So. Yes, unfortunately, um, John, this can happen. We've spoken a lot about doctors overpaying tax, especially if the tax code that their payroll department uses is incorrect. But of course, it can always be the case that payroll underdeducts tax. Um, You you know, the phrase stocks can go down as well as up. Um, You'll all be aware that doctors often switch jobs, they get extra locum shifts, etc, etc. And this can make things tricky in terms of determining the right amount of tax that needs to be deducted uh, in each, uh, each tax year. And if there's any underpaid tax in any tax year, then HMRC will net this off against the amount that you're owed back on the professional expenses that you've claimed. So I don't know anything about um, your personal circumstances, John, but uh, if you've made a claim for four years worth, and plus the current year, let's say, uh, and in one of those tax years you actually owed some tax, then HMRC will have netted that off against the amount that that they owe you from the other tax years, and that will bring your claim down. You can see if HMRC think you owe them tax because they will include a figure for this in the breakdown of your tax code. So you may want to use your personal tax account online to check your tax codes for the years that you made the claim for and see if that comes up with any figures suggesting that you owe HMRC tax. Of course, sometimes HMRC have made an error and you are due back more than they've actually paid you. This may be the case, for example, if they think you have more than one job after you move trust, for example. So again, they're useful to check their calculations. And on a related note, um, something that I'm not sure we've mentioned before is the, the K tax code. I don't know if we mentioned that before or not, but um, your tax code, as we've always said, is a number followed by a letter. Um, so for most people, that letter will be L, for example. That just means you're a, a standard taxpayer with nothing special about you, for want of a better phrase. However, if you see a K in front of a number, uh, where your tax code is, uh, this isn't really great news as it means HMRC believe you owe them lots of tax, more than they can get back from just simply reducing your personal allowance. In effect, really a, a negative personal allowance. And it may be that you you do HMRC, you do owe HMRC a lot of tax. Um, that could be the case for some people, uh, but it can also be a, a very costly mistake that HMRC have made. I've got a friend on an anaesthetist uh, training post, uh, actually also ironically called John, who has moved to three different hospitals on placements over the last year. And HMRC decided that he had three jobs and earned an estimated £174,000. And therefore, they assumed that he must owe them uh, a lot of tax. So they gave him a K tax code, basically saying, you owe us a lot of money, so much money, we can't even reclaim it by reducing your personal allowance. So we're going to start uh, increasing your tax bill. You know what, as well, uh, someone uh, put something like this on Twitter the other day, Exact, almost exactly oh, really? the same scenario. I think they were an ST2 and HMRC thought they were on 150 grand a year. Oh, really? yeah. And someone kindly 
uh, tagged Medic's Money in it and signposted them to our tax code re-guide oh, okay. and they managed to sort it out using that. So, oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, I, so, didn't, I didn't, didn't know that. Yeah, people are just using our stuff and and directing doctors to it all the time. So we really appreciate that. Like we're all yeah, in this thanks. together. We all help each other out and me and Ed uh, don't spend a lot of time on Twitter. I think it's fair to say, but if people can help each other out on Twitter using our stuff, amazing. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I didn't know that's brilliant. Yeah, um, and HMRC they often have a kind of a, for want of a better phrase, a, a shoot first and ask questions later approach, which really puts the onus on you to check what they've done uh, and let them know if the tax bill is wrong. So never always never assume that HMRC's calculations. Uh, definitely, definitely right. Okay, always make sure you check them uh, because they could easily be wrong and that could be costing you a lot of money. And as we've discussed, in terms of our, you know, the real pay cut, uh, it's really important to, to not lose money on these sorts of things. Definitely, definitely. I think that's a really good point as well that the onus is on the taxpayer to tell them why the tax bill is wrong. It, it shouldn't be like that, but no. it, it is. Yeah. Uh, okay, mate, that was an amazingly quick run through. I'm going to drop uh, a link to our tax code guide which i just mentioned which just helps you to sort your tax code out online uh, yourself it's totally free so i'll put the link to that in there i'll put the link to the ebook and all the other useful resources that i have uh, on medics money um i really need to sit down yeah this standing yeah, desk <laughs> it's not been not been fun <laughs> it's not not worked um but thank you so much for everyone for listening really appreciate everyone uh, all your kind feedback and sharing it with everyone and we hope to see you on the next podcast when hopefully we'll be sitting down yeah thanks guys take care <laughs>